All righty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fifth episode of the We Talk Next podcast. I am your host, Moneymaker Chris, and I'm joined once again by the one and only Miss Keita Hubbard. Keita, how you doing tonight? I'm back once again with you, sir. I'm awesome. That's right. <laughs> We're here talking NXT. We're back here once again on a Friday night to talk some NXT. Yeah, <laughs> Friday delight. <laughs> Friday delight. <laughs> um, before we get into the recap, I wanted to get into something. Um, something I brought up last week, and then it turned out it was actually true. Um, this whole Tommaso Ciampa situation. Like I said, I first reported last week that he was injured, and I thought it was um he might have got injured when he got caught up a couple of weeks. He had the match on SmackDown where he like hurt his leg. I think it was one of those things that might have actually looked worse than what it actually was. Because supposedly he had been dealing with some problems, like I said, before he got um called up to the main roster. So it turns out that he has to have um neck surgery. And I saw some pictures online today, so I guess probably he had the surgery either today or yesterday or whatnot. But that's very unfortunate. I mean, at a time where he's like one of the top, actually the top guy down in NXT, you know, because he's the NXT champion and everything. But now he's going to have to, you know... When it comes to titles and everything, you know how it is with those neck injuries. Those neck injuries can be, you know, very tricky. You don't know when he might, you know, end up being back or might even come back at all. But um, what do you think about this? I mean, what do you think about him being hurt and having a limited title? And what do you think it's going to be next for the um, NXT title moving forward? Uh, first thing, it sucks that this happened to him. He just came back recently from a knee injury. Yeah. And then he has to go, mm-hmm. o- like, start all over from scratch again. And this time, yeah, like, like hit the reset button again. Right when he left, it was like a cliffhanger, you know. And then we, we knew he was hurt, and he came back to the promo. This was more like out of nowhere, I think. I mean, of course, it's for us because mm-hmm. you know, if you had the tape show, you probably can figure out what happened to him. But mm-hmm. the whole thing with him getting injured, it just it just felt like a dang, like his luck is not good. And when he returned, no. the question is, will he go back to? NXT, or will he go straight up to the main roster? Because if you keep Johnny Gagano down there, you know, you want to continue mm-hmm. the storyline, you can, but since he's at the main roster, I don't know how they will go mm-hmm. with Champ, you know, be being back at NXT. Sometimes when you come from an injury, you kind of like surpass NXT and you go to the main roster, but with Champ, he could be on both brands. Mm-hmm. I prefer on NXT because it's a mm-hmm. better place for him. Um, Where they will go next, mm-hmm. Maybe the title will be vacated and maybe it'd be like a fatal four way or something, uh, for that particular title. Mm-hmm. It's since Alistair Black and Ch- not Champa, um, what's his name? Ricochet on the main roster. It's so hard to Ricochet, predict. Ricochet, yeah. yeah, it's hard to predict who's going to be in the match. I mean, you got all this, you got talent down in young talent. You got, uh, maybe Ford, get him an opportunity if you want him have his very first takeover. You could do, um, God, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. The bro do, but he's he look like he's gonna feel with Velveteen Dream. Um, blast him out, gory right. dude. You could, I mean, you have options down there. It's probably people you really don't, you know, not a hundred percent behind, but they got options. But the mm. best option is to have Johnny Champion or somehow have Velveteen Dream to be a double champion if they want to go that route, because he's like one of the hottest things down there in NXT. Very true. You also go Adam Cole too. Yeah, you know I keep I don't know why I'm forgetting about him. Like, if like NXT is kind of put him on the back burner, 
Uh, I mm-hmm. can see that too, though. Uh, Adam Cole, Johnny Gugino. Maybe a fatal four with Johnny, mm-hmm. Adam Cole, Blaster, Gory, do him, and maybe a Ford. You know, mm-hmm. maybe, or the, what's the other dude? Conan Reeves, who knows? <laughs> Conan Reeves, he's still a Ford with the company, too. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? I forgot but the yeah, it's, it's, machine was champions. I about that. Dude, like I said, when they like appear briefly to speak, I was like, God damn, yeah, that's really cool. I still don't rock much as they won the uh, one tag title. Yeah, I totally forgot. Like, it's a- <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I forgot about them. So I, to- I forgot about them too. I was like, yeah, okay, they are, they are still down there. <laughs> but yeah, but this is just so unfortunate for Tom. like I said, I feel so bad for him. Like I said, having to deal, like I said, with the, um, the knee injuries that he had to deal with last year, and I had to deal with this. And like I said, he came back with so much momentum and everything, and you know, he was like one of the, you know. Big time faces down there. Now you have to relinquish the title and go through the whole rehab thing again. It's just so unfortunate. It's such a bad timing, too. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, very true. So, like, so we wish him a speedy recovery and we hope he, you know, he gets back soon. Like I said, when he's down on NXT or they call it to the main roster, you know, he's got a bright future regardless, whatever they decide to do with him once he comes back. But like I said, it just sucks. It really sucks. Um, any, anything else in the other news? Anything you, you wanted to discuss before we get into this week's uh, recap? Uh, no, sir. Okay. All right. Let's get into this week's show. Um, it started off with a nice little uh video package, you know, showing the you know the Dusty Rhodes Classic, and they've got some clips of Dusty, and it shows some of the past winners and everything, and of course some of the you know the current competitors and everything. How do you like the little video package they started to show with, you know, showcasing the um, Dusty Rhodes Classic? I love it because it brings back memories, you know. For me, far as like uh, recapping the Dusty Rose Classic from the beginning, so seeing like the um, the mm-hmm. whole package and the build up for all these teams is very exciting. I didn't realize that the whole show was going to be tag team wrestling, but I mean it was very exciting me, to me see. <laughs> this could have been like a takeover special, kind of in a way. Um, yeah. It kind of felt like a little mini takeover special. Mm-hmm. It really did. Yeah, and I think. Um, with the promo, it just built up the hype of a Dusty Rose class. I mean, it's an honor to Dusty Rose. He did a lot for NXT. They thought him the Godfather, and you see like a a <laughs> short clip of like all the wrestlers back then. You had like Paige, I think, and Emma, and you have uh, other individuals, you know, like clap because I think Dusty Rose came out to congratulate. If I'm not mistaken, Seth Rollins, him and Triple H did when he won the title. If I'm not, when he won the title. Yeah, he was the first. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. he did. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. So I like that little clip in there, but uh, the Dusty Rose uh, classic. I don't know if I asked you before someone else that how would you feel if they had like just like a special or like you know how we got King in the Ring like one night only and you just have the Dusty Rose classic as a, like a special on the network. Maybe like for example, if you have a women's pay per view, you could follow up with a special on the next night for the Dusty Rose classic. Or do you like or do you like how it is in NXT? like how they do it, but if they wanted to switch it up and do something a little different, I'd be okay with them having, like, a whole, like, one night where they have, like, you know, just, you know, focus on the Dusty Classic. I'd be okay with that. That'd be something that kind of, you know, give it a little, put a different spin on it. Mm, yeah, like, it could be open to, yeah, like... Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, it could be open to, like, any tag team for any brand in, in WWE, NXT UK, SmackDown on Raw. That would be good. That'd be a good idea for this year. That'd be something they could do. They gotta, if they wanted to do, go, a, go a different route with it. Right. And pay me the Why money. Why not? 
That's right. Yes, that's right. Pay her for that. Hey, that's, that's a good idea. I like that. I like that idea. I like that a lot. That would definitely work. Um, so yeah, we got that, and then they got started with the show, and they had the trophy and everything out there on the stage, and then we got started right away with, uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black taking on Marcel Bartel and, uh, Fabian Arsenal. Um, how do you feel about this opening? What a, these four men? what a wonderful match. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Now, that, that, now that's how you kick off a show. That's a very, very good match. I can't remember the last time, mostly probably NXT, that all night, except for the main event, I would say, that I was more impressed with the losers than the winners. But overall, the match was very good. They have chemistry with each other, both teams. Mind you, Aster Black and Ricochet, they have the team for so long. I mean, a couple weeks now, or maybe a couple months, I would say. And Fabian and Marcel, my God, if you watch NXT UK, like, they are a good tag team. It just, they don't really have a character, but mm-hmm. maybe some teams don't need that. But these two are, like, amazing. No, no. Uh, when it comes to that moonsault, uh, uh, every time he does that, no one should kick out of that, or he shouldn't pin them. Like, you, you, you shouldn't have to kick out of that. You should just, like, be pinned and then go home. But I love, like, the chemistry. Yeah, that's that's it. That's me too. I enjoyed it. I was like on the edge of my seat the whole time. I was like, wow, like I say, you know, cause that was one of the things NXT was doing for a while. That we got a lot of great, like hot openers and they kind of got away from that for a while. This one set the tone for the night. I was like, wow, I was just blown away by these four, these yeah. four gentlemen. Uh, very good job of all, all, by all four. Fabian and Marcel, I'm still like in their tag team. I'm still behind them in a way. They kind of remind me of, uh, mm-hmm. only Larkin and Danny Burch a little bit, but more aggressively. Um, in the ring, and mm-hmm. then, I mean, Ricochet. I mean, on the indies, I liked him. Like, okay, he's pretty good. He just do a bunch of flips, but NXT, he kind of made change my mind. So like, okay, I actually like really like him. I pay attention to his stuff. It's just for me mm-hmm. when he get older, he had to change his style tremendously. Like AJ style, you know, he adapted to his you know, basically his body, you know, how aging or whatever. But Ricochet right now, he's on fire. Mm-hmm. Iris of Black, he does his thing. And these, um, uh, Jante team, Marcel, Fabia, I want to see more of them. So it was a very good opener. Very good opener. And like I say, Ricochet and Oscar Black pick up the win. When he hit that black mask, I was like, ooh. Yeah. I mean, anytime he, he hits knocked, it, it's always cool. But I was like, man. Yeah. It's like a. Hold out. Right. It's a, right. It's like a knockout punch. But it, he, it just come out of nowhere. Like, I just love his finisher. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's a simple move. Sometimes I like simple moves as a finisher. Not something too complicated. Like an RKO. A yeah, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like some. Or like a DDT. I like something simple sometimes. I mean, other times, it's cool to see something like crazy. Like a stunner, you know, once upon a time. Or that horrible springboard mm-hmm. DDT. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, springboard stunner. The scene that did a horrible one. I mean, you know, different ones are very interesting, but sometimes I just like a basic mm-hmm. uh, finisher, especially if, if it fit with the person. The yeah, sometimes less is more. Sometimes best just keep keep it um keep it simple. Sometimes, yeah, most definitely. So they advanced in the tournament, and um, let's see what was up next. Uh, this is like I said, this is the time we sort of were ready. They were backstage when uh, Mustache Mountain was back there, kind of getting ready for their match. That's like I said. 
almost forgot about the totally forgot about the war for this because they were still down there. They were, and not only that, they were, you know, they're the tag team champions right now. I totally forgot about them. Yeah, I think yeah, let's see. Yeah, yeah and, and one last mm-hmm. thing, Chris. It, it was random mm-hmm. how they just pop out of nowhere. I was like, Yeah, I think they did that on purpose. Like the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, they, was they just kind of randomly showed up. Yeah. Yeah. It really didn't make sense at, at that's why at that moment anyway. Let's see. Oh yeah, we got a recap for last week, uh the Keith Lee and um the Dojavix match. They were showing some recaps for that. And then they showed down at the performance center where um Keith Lee, he's down there in the ring training, and uh, Danny Burch is down there, and Matt was in the ring, and then uh, Dawson, you know, comes out of nowhere, and he's like, you know, hey, you know, let's go, you know, there's a ring right there, you know, let's go, let's go, they were ready to fight, and they were kind of breaking them up, and um, basically in two weeks, they're going to have their uh, rematch, which I'm looking forward to, because I love the first match that they had. Uh, how'd you like this little segment here? Uh, it was okay. It was kind of random, but uh, I guess it's a build of these two matches in two weeks. I don't think I think the match will be maybe a double kind of again, or it won't start. And I think this is like a a build up to take over Brooklyn. Oh, I'm sorry, take over New York. So New York, <laughs> yeah, we will see what happens. But I'm, I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I see what they do with these two. Like I said, I enjoyed the first. I had a good match last week, so it's just more build for that, I guess. Um, like I say, on on again to the next match. There are more Dusty, uh, more from the uh, Dusty Rose Classic. We got the Forgotten Sons versus um, Only Lorcan and uh, Danny Burke. Um, how do you feel about this match? Uh, Cutler and Blake still can't believe Blake is in NXT or have a job with WWE. I know it's, it's amazing. It's really <laughs> it is. Uh, I mean, look at Dawkins. You must know I somebody. Some... Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look at Dawkins. But um. Overall, I mean, only Larkin and Danny Burchard made this match what it is. And normally, oh, when, yes, I, when yes. I come to matches, I be like, okay, you could like kind of tell who's gonna win and lose. But on this particular night, it was like fifty fifty for me. Um, mostly during the show. Um, but this match, Larkin, I mean, he told uh a story. You know, they was um aiming for his mm-hmm. back. You know, he couldn't do his finisher with Danny Burchard. You know, multiple times they tried to do it. He couldn't do it, but he come out out of nowhere, you know, just like swinging, doing offense moves, and of course, with, with forgotten stuff. I mean, they it wasn't a bad match. I mean, they basically carry color and Blake through the match, but only Larkin and Dave oh, I mean, they are wonderful talent. They have the skills. They have the ring. Um, but they like ring generals. They have the mindset of you know what to do and what not to do in the ring, and they work well together. They pull over both forgotten sons. Mind you, they forgot something they put themselves over. N- not at all. They didn't really tell a story, mm-hmm. but Larkin and them did. Like, they kind of, like, like, forced the story, you know, during the match. So, overall, I liked the match. But God, Suns won. I was shocked they won the match. But, I was shocked. I was shocked about that, too. But I can see on the bracket why they won, because they probably going to lose the next one. But whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Larkin and uh, Danny, I mean, I can't believe, I can't believe they lost the match, but Overall, Me too. I, I knew for sure they were going to win. Yeah, um, towards the end, you get the uh, power bomb into the knees, the double stomp, following, you know, by the Suns winning the match. And it was it was pretty, like, good match. Like, this is more like you have your high match in the opener, and then you go down a little bit, you know, just a little bit, you know, get the mm-hmm. fans, you know, kind of steady. And then, of course, kinda the cool next match. down a little bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, so it was a good match. Like I said, they advanced. Like I said, I was very shocked by that. But like I said, where the bracket, you know, is shaping up, we kind of figured out why. So 
But yeah, it was not the same wasn't bad at all. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, I mean, this is the the best oh. match for forgotten sons of head brothers. <laughs> Probably so. Yeah, like I said, you know, look, look who you're there working with. So you know, it's to be expected. And then um, next up, we got the Velveteen Dream. He's coming out there. I thought he was going to out there and do commentary, but he got there on the table and he was talking about, you know, just wanted to remind people that he was, you know, the North American champion and then he was about to continue talking and all of a sudden, our favorite comes out, Mr. Roman comes out. <laughs> he was coming out there and congratulate him and they exchange words and everything. So basically, we got um, Velveteen's next challenger for the, um, for the North American title. So what do you think about this? You think he's the best choice to challenge him or would he chose somebody else? Or what do you think about this? Uh, it, okay, I have a confession to make. I'm kind of warming up to this man. I don't know how and why, but when he was on the <laughs> microphone, it's like he's very obnoxious. Like, I can't stand the slippers, you know, the flip-flops come from the ring, the song. But mm-hmm. on the microphone, he's so douchey. And I was like, it's kind of mm-hmm. catchy. So I think if mm-hmm. he turn a heel, it might work for him because how slow he talks like this. So yeah, maybe yeah, the whole gimmick would work would work better heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of like warming up to him. Not a fan, Chris, but I'm just I I see potential in him as a heel uh, versus a face. But right now he is the face, and him going to get Velveteen Dream. I mean, you have to have some type of match, at, you know, at Takeover. And this will right. be a filler match. Um, it'd probably be a decent match. I mean, Velveteen Dream, he had very good matches to take over. I think he could have one with him. I can't believe I'm saying it. I don't think it's going to be that long. But Matt Riddle win the championship. I don't see it unless you do like a screwy finish. Like, oh God. Mm. Unless they have like authority, you know, try to take over the dream. Unless he loses, you know, before he could go after the main belt, which we mm. said a couple of weeks ago. And it made so, and it made no sense why he chose the North American title versus the, the NXT title. I, I wish he could have, he should have, you know, since Champa is injured, you know, that would have made more sense. Um, versus, you know, I guess him dropping the title, but, um, him losing the championship, I don't see it happening. Maybe he would get like DQ or double count out, but I see him retaining his belt at the, um, the pay per view we have in, in April. But him and, uh, the bro man, I'm a warm up too. It's 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 new, so I can't complain yet. So yeah, that's true. It's definitely something different. And I, li- I like the part of you, like he said, "I am not your bro." Right. <laughs> yeah, and the spotlight on me. Not your bro. Okay, he said the spotlight on me. Spotlight on me. On me. And, and then like, did you see Nigel? And then they just looking like. <laughs> yeah, they were just looking like they look lost. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, um, Chris, can but I? Yeah, that's a. No, go ahead. Yeah, I said that, that should that should be a good match. Like I say, gives you know Bro something to do, and of course you know gives him his personal challenges. So it should be interesting. Cool. Uh, Chris, can, can I do this next one? I'm very excited about this one. Can I do this one? Does it, oh, this little excitement right here. Uh, so um, next week you would get Lo Shirai versus Bianca Belair in a number one contender match because we get like this promo <laughs> with Lo Shirai and Kyrie saying it's like you know. Oh, I should be number one. You know, I, I need to challenge Baszler because I beat her. And when she was doing this mm-hmm. promo, I was sitting there like, Jesus Christ, like, this lady could murder someone. Like, you know, remember how Oscar had that mystique about her? Like, 
you look at her when she came in like, oh my gosh, she could kill someone. And then I don't know why in this interview mm-hmm. I see Lo Shirai doing that. I was just like, oh my God, like this girl is a beast. She has like a Rey Mysterio like uh, moveset, which that's probably why I love her even more. Um, but I'm mm-hmm. excited to see Bianca Belair and Lo Shirai have a match uh, next week. So that was an interesting pay-per-view. It's just basically the build up the, um, the match between them because we didn't have no women on this particular show. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this board. That should be a good match. Like mm-hmm. I said, see who comes out as the, you know, the number one contender. But I enjoyed that little segment. Like I said, that was yeah. the only uh, time we got some women on the show this week. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I guess they, they got to squeeze them in there some kind of way. <laughs> True. Um, up next, we got another match of the night uh, for the Dusty Classic. We got the Street Profits taking on Mustache Mountain. Um, how do you feel about this one? Another very good match. I, like I said before, I am impressed with the losers in this show more than the mm-hmm. winners. I mean, we know how the winners do. I mean, we saw Mustache Mountain, NXT UK, NXT. They won the champions down here. They lost the championships. I mean, they've been a team for a very long time. So we know they style. The Street Prov is still kind of young. Ver- I'm talking about four in a way. And it's been there, you know, forever. Mm-hmm. At NXT, but the chemistry with these two in this match was on point. Uh, Ford and uh, D'Angelo Dawkins. I love the gear for both set of teams. Well, I, it was kind of funny. They both had the same color uh, coordination, you know. Both I was thinking the same thing they had on the same <laughs> colors. I said, okay. Uh, Ford comes out there with his mask. You know, he, you know, he's goofy. He's a potential. I was just thinking maybe he could be your first ever. ever. Uh, African American uh, champion uh, for WWE title. Uh, we never had a black champion. I don't include The Rock. I don't include him. No, no, no. Yeah. I, don't, I don't include him either. No. Yeah, but like, he could I, be. He's got a lot of tools to be. Like I said, if they push uh, him right, give him the right opportunity, uh, he could definitely be that for them. True. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the match itself, it was. Ooh, I'm sorry, my microphone's a little crappy right now. But the match itself was good. I mean, they have chemistry. Oh, again, it's another tag team match. Have chemistry with each other. We got Ford. I mean, he he does the game. <laughs> always, he always he always with his A game. He's got so much yeah. charisma, personality, his in ring style. He just got the he's got the total package. He's a star in the making. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely a star. <laughs> um, I just in this match, I realized he has like big feet, like his feet. He's so freaking long. So when he does certain moves, it looks like, okay, damn, he's tall. Like, he, his reach, I don't know his reach, but he's so. Mm-hmm. He's one of those, like, tall and kind of lean guys. Uh-huh. He's, you know, got a lot of length to him. Yeah. It, it was just, it was a very good match. I mean, I was impressed with Street Profits. I mean, it, it was a crazy, uh, it was a crazy match. Even Daniel Dawkins got some type of offense at certain points of the match. You go, oh, okay, you know, Mustache Brown's on the win. And you go, okay, wait a minute, Street Profits got this. Like, towards the end, they kicked out of that, you know, like, like that move set up they do with the frog uh, splash, and they kicked out, and then they forced to come back mm-hmm. in. And Mustache Mountain wins. But again, like, I'm impressed with the losers more with the winners in this match. So I like that. Because normally when you watch NXT Tag Team, you go, oh, okay. We know who's going to win, who's going to lose, but this one, it mm-hmm. was 50-50. Very good match. I mean, Bay, I still can't believe this man's under 25 years old. Trent Seven, he's a very classy man. He's a, he has charisma in a different type of way. 
not on the microphone, just looking mm-hmm. at him, you know, just his, his uh, persona he puts on in mm-hmm. the ring. It just is amazing to me. Um, Dawkins, he just, uh, no, just on the ride before he has a bright future. He's long for the ride. Yeah, he's a bright future uh, for it in the, in, in NXT. Um, but hopefully he stays down, down there for a long time. He's, he's gone. Um, uh, Mustache Mountain, they, I think they won with the, with the, the hammer double stomp. I believe that's how they won the Something match. Like, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I mean that's how they won it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I like the sense of urgency of both teams. That was a big part mm-hmm. in this match. Mm-hmm. That definitely played a role. That definitely played a role. Like I said, another good, good another good tag team match here. Yeah. Very good match with these guys. Um, let's see. Oh, we got our um, we get our main event. We get the undisputed era. Uh, Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish teaming up once again, taking on. DIY. How'd you feel about this one? And, he, I, I, liked it, and I liked it when they came out, they went back to the old um, DIY music. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, very good match. I love the intensity of Champa in this match. Good guy. It still looked like he was trying to find himself, and towards the end, he picked up and he saw becoming mm-hmm. DIY. I was very impressed with uh, Champa, Bobby Fish, and O'Reilly more than uh, Good guy. It felt like he kind of slowed down a little bit. Doing the match. I mean, overall, mm-hmm. the match was really good. They all had chemistry, but the other three stood out more than Johnny. I guess, you know, you know, set back. I mean, he was in the match probably more than Champa, but the Paris Champa was in there. It, it told a story. It made a point. Um, Colorado Bobby Fish, they've been tagging for a long time. So, you know, I, I'm not mm-hmm. shocked, you know, they lost, you know, this round. So it's probably the tease of them breaking up or whatever. Down the line. I mean, it would have been mm-hmm. nice to see them, but the story they was going with, you know, with Champion and them, um, you know, is, is more interesting. But maybe since DIY is basically out, I, I don't know how, like, long this, re- um, recording was or the taping was, like, maybe they would have an opportunity, you know, to come back in the tournament and replace them or something like that. Or maybe Johnny pick a partner, you know, like, I, I have to pick a partner to, uh, replace, uh, Champa or something like that, you know, to start a new storyline with someone else. Um, probably so. Overall, man, what a hell of a match! <laughs> yeah, it match. was. I mean, like I said, like I say, all, all the matches this to, um that night was very, very good. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I didn't think the whole show was gonna evolve around the tournament, yeah. but I liked it though. It, it worked. The matches delivered. Yeah. Um. So I was trying to find the spot. Like, when did Champa like hurt his neck? But I'm not really sure. But do you remember what Colorado did, like, that fly, that flying knee outside the ring? And I was like, okay, is this is this the spot that he hit him with it? And then I believe uh, Champa uh, cussed him off and hit him with a spike DDT. And then you got Gino hits a slingshot DDT, get the near fall, and DIY basically finished with a moveset on uh, Colorado. That, that was a very good match. It was. It was a very good match. So, you know, DIY advanced to so the updated brackets. We got a uh, Mustache Mountain advancing to take on Forgotten Sons. And of course, DIY, we don't know what they're going to do with that now that, you know, Chompers Hurts, they advance and they take on, um, Alistair Black and Ricochet. That's your final four for Dusty Rose Classic. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. To see how it plays out to see who actually wins this. Totally. And overall, I think I would give this show a 10 out of 10. Overall, e- even with like a, a little downfall during the night, like a tab. Overall, it was a very good show. It told a good story. Mm-hmm. It's building up the classic. It was a, a joy to watch. 
and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm amazed with round two. So, because this is round one and round two, I'm wondering next week's probably with the women and singles, the wrestlers, and then the following week might be more tag team action. I enjoyed all of it. So, <laughs> me too. Um, like I said, it was it was very good. Like I said, it was a pleasant surprise that they went that route, but I enjoyed it. Like I said, the matches delivered, and I was very impressed with everybody. Sure, and the first time ever, Chris, I don't have a top three or a crappy star or none of that this week because overall I enjoy it and I can't pick one, two, three or half star. Yeah, it was very, it was very, it was very hard. It's very hard. Like I say, I don't, I don't know where to go. That's no crappy star, but it's, it's hard to pick. Mm. It really is. Yeah. So it's this week, first crappy. time in history, what's this, what's this episode four or five? Um, this is five. Five. Okay. Five. Uh, I have no no rating like far as uh, but basically we do like rated moments, my favorite moments, my mm-hmm. least favorite moments. Uh, overall, very good show. Can't complain. And I didn't bring this up earlier. It was over an hour and ten minutes. I was like, how long this show been? Yeah, <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, I noticed that. Too. I was looking, when I was watching. I was looking at the time. I said, am I missing something? What's going on? It actually went over time. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so that's the first time in a long time they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that was something a little different. I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was just me. I said, am I missing something? This is my TV. What's going on here? But like I said, but hey, it, it worked. I mean, it, it made sense. Because like I said, cause we were coming to that last match, I said, it's not a lot of time left. And they go like, something in this last part of the match or something. But no, they actually went over time. But overall, a very good show. Very good show. It was. very. I, I can't even. <laughs> no, it didn't. Like I said, NXT they they delivered two fourths this week. They definitely delivered. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Anything else we gonna discuss before we get it out of here? Uh, not on the show. Nah, I'm good. We can keep it NXT <laughs> unless you have something. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Like I said, I look forward to the you know see who advances in the classic, and I look forward to um takeover as well. So I'm excited. It's on its way. Like, it's on its way. Like every time a week goes, a week goes back, and I'm like, damn, I need to pack. It's <laughs> <laughs> like building, building. You think like, oh my god, yeah, I got some more time. Next, you know, yeah. be here before you know it. So yeah, I am looking forward to this vacation from work. I've, I've been excited for this. <laughs> so we will. Hey, uh, there you go. <laughs> um, other yeah. than that, I have nothing else to come here for you. Very good show, no problem. A lot of food. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All righty. Um, anything you want to plug before we get about here? Uh, yes. Uh, I want to apologize. Episode four is late to be out. I'm sorry. I thought I uploaded, but I didn't. I thought I pushed publish, but come to find out, the audio something happened to it, so I have to go back and fix it up. So I oh. apologize. I'm gonna try to uh, put up both. Um, this weekend to see what happens. Cause sometimes when I do it on Podbean, I thought it would upload or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. And then it upload. And I was like, wait a minute, it didn't upload. <laughs> I was looking for it, you know, to plug mm-hmm. it or whatever. Couldn't find it. So I, mm-hmm. um, I had a busy week. So I definitely would do it this episode. I do apologize. Uh, for being late. Um, the next Star UK Wrestling Podcast is coming back as well this weekend. Myself and Rob Bates from the Wrestling Core Podcast. We will be discussing NXT UK. You can check out, I think, episode 164 of the Keaton J Show. We did an, another episode. 
up to hours. We talk about the Becky Lynch show. We talk about predictions for Fastlane, which I forgot that pay-per-view was the Sunday. And so much mm-hmm. more on that particular episode. And, oh, uh, first episode came out of the Bad Girl, Good Girl show. Myself and Jaleese talk about women's wrestling. The new episode, episode two, will come out, I believe, this weekend or maybe next weekend. Um, well, it'll be, it will be in this month. And we, we will be discussing uh, WWE uh, for the next particular episode. Uh, for this show, myself and Chris will be back. That's the plan. <laughs> Get this. That's yeah. the plan. <laughs> check us out on uh, WTN Network 1 on the Twitter. Um, soon we will be on iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, let's see, Overcast. Eventually, I had to. I just been so freaking busy, Chris. Um, hey, I trust me. I know. I know. I know how it goes. Trust me. Other <laughs> than that, uh, follow me on my personal page if you like, or ask me questions, or you know, I can ask you questions if you want me to. Whatever is that? Yeah, you know it. Nineteen ninety one, and uh, Chris, always a pleasure doing the show with you, and I will be quiet. <laughs> hey, that's good to me. I, I was a pleasure to do a show with you as well. But um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Moneymaker Chris, as well as Instagram DC Sports Fan eighty six. Uh, check out my group on Facebook, WF the Wrestling Fan Society. We normally do threads for Raw and the pay per views. Uh, check out the Wrestling Court usually on Wednesday or Thursday nights. I believe this, this week they did it on Wednesday night. Um, always shout out to uh, Julian Cannon and Rob Bates. You can check those guys out on iTunes as well as Podomatic. Um, check out my writing, uh, medium.com slash at broken moneymaker. Uh, support me on Patreon, patreon.com slash moneymakerchris. I got new content on there. And check out my Facebook page for my writing, Cashin, all things sports, wrestling, pop, culture related. Check it out. Cool. Loved it. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, fightbooth.com. Check out my guys out there. Fightbooth.com and fightboothpw.com. Check those guys out as well. A lot of cool content on the site as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, any last words for this episode? Yes, episode five. Uh, my last words. Uh, something goes like this. Uh, damn your fantasy. Don't screw NXT. A damn NXT was good this week. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Peace out, guys. <laughs> yeah. I had a silver from Ronda Rousey. <laughs> yeah, this is from Ronda Rousey. <laughs> oh, my God. That is funny. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I was sitting here like, huh, I got to think of something. I got to think of something. <laughs> 